Welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to feature reports, I'll bring you a look at regional and national agricultural news. And the show starts right after this. Agroplante is the leading manufacturer in specialty products. Agroplante formulates products that rise to the challenge of today's growing conditions. Saline and sodic soils reduce crop yield and cause significant crop losses. Agroplante developed Cation EX5 Plus with growers in mind to manage soil salinity. With multiple years of research, Cation EX5 Plus has proven to be an excellent source of calcium and an effective soil salinity manager. Run it through drip irrigation without any issues. Simplify your application method with innovative and efficient formulations. Alleviate salinity stress with Cat Ion EX5 Plus. Agroplante. Imagination. Innovation. Science in action. Desert lettuce growers may be able to save more than 10 inches of water by converting to shallow buried drip irrigation. Two years into a three-year study, University of California Cooperative Extension Irrigation and Water Management Advisor Ali Montazar said shallow irrigation paired with high-tech moisture sensors have shown promise for significantly reducing water and nitrogen use. Preliminary results show converting to drip does not significantly affect yield, and Montazar said drip produces higher quality lettuce by reducing disease pressure. Global challenges including weather extremes, geopolitical tensions, and a decreasing and more expensive workforce continue to affect players along the fresh produce supply chain, including growers and suppliers of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and flowers. These observations were reported by Raba Research Food and Agribusiness, a market research division of Rabobank, in its report called The State of the Global Fresh Produce Industry. Blueberries were especially hard hit, according to the report, noting that the berry was absent last fall in many U.S. supermarkets. With farm labor costs increasing, growers continue to look to automation to do jobs traditionally done by people. In vegetable farming, equipment commonly used to plant delicate seedlings still requires a crew. Manufacturers of fully automated transplanters want to change that, and early adopters such as Yolo County farmer Ray Young says the machines are ready for prime time, though they may be cost prohibitive for some farms. Young was the first in California to acquire the AgriPlanner by AgriPlant, one of several fully automated models now in use in in the state of California. More than 300 exhibitors and vendors are expected at the upcoming Calusa Farm Show, which is slated for February 6th through the 8th. The event showcases and acquaints agriculturalists with the latest in modern farming equipment and techniques, including robots and drones. Farmers, ranchers, and ag workers from all over the world attend the show. The show features free admission and free parking, and the show will be held at the Calusa Fairgrounds. The show is open 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on February 6th and 7th, and is open 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on February 8th. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has announced it will hold a public hearing on proposed amendments to the federal marketing order for California raisins. The hearing will be held February 13th and 14th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day at the Raisin Administrative Committee offices in Fresno. The committee, which locally administers the marketing order, recommended the following amendments. Reduce membership from 47 to 21. Eliminate the designated co-op bargaining association member seat. 
lower quorum requirements from 25 to 14, remove producer district representation, remove the requirement for separate member and alternate nominations for independent or small cooperative producers, remove two factors for establishing marketing policy, add language to clarify the quality of reconditioned raisins, add authority to accept voluntary contributions, and add language regarding ownership of intellectual property. The hearing will continue if necessary until all amendments have been addressed. USA will conduct a producer referendum if the hearing record favors the proposed amendments. The hearing will provide all those interested an opportunity to speak in support or in opposition of the proposals and for USA to receive evidence on the record. People may also file briefs after the hearing and file exceptions to any recommended decision that may be issued. All attendees are required to make a notice of appearance on the record and all people wishing to submit written materials evidence at the hearing should be prepared to submit multiple copies of such material during the hearing. The hearing notice was published in the Federal Register on January 12th. The Farm and Ranch Solid Waste Cleanup and Abatement Grant Program offers financial support to address the cleanup and prevention of illegal dumping on properties designated for agricultural purposes as defined in the California Code of Regulations. Each fiscal year, there are four application cycles, and this is the fourth cycle. CalRecycle administers this program. The project sites eligible for the grant must be located on farm and ranch property encompassing both private and public land where the owner is not held responsible for the illegal disposal. Grantees are given approximately two years to complete the projects. The sites should be fully cleaned up using grant funds or a combination of grant funds and in-kind contributions in terms of funds or services. The funding covers various costs, including administrative recycling disposal, such as tires, equipment, material, and personnel expenses. If necessary, measures for abatement and prevention, such as site security and public education and outreach efforts, should also be addressed. The program encourages innovative approaches. Since this is the fourth and last cycle of FY23-24, to the pilot program is an option allowing for less documentation to be submitted up front. For further information on requirements, log on to the CalRecycle website. The application typically includes several items for each project site, such as budget, land use, zoning designation, photos, property affidavit, site characterization, map, work plan, and resolution. A Central Valley Water Board waste discharge requirement requires rice growers to submit a farm evaluation and nitrogen management plan to the California Rice Commission every five years. The farm evaluation is intended to provide the CRC and the Central Valley Water Board with information regarding grower implementation of the order's requirements. The CRC will collect the data submitted and prepare a farm evaluation management summary for submittal to the board. The nitrogen management plan is intended to provide rice growers with a planning tool for managing nitrogen applications, information submitted to the CRC is not provided to the board. The farm evaluation and nitrogen management plan will be reported for the 2023 crop year. In addition, the nitrogen management plan will require a forecast of nitrogen use and other data for the upcoming 2024 growing season. The data is required by the order to be submitted by March 1st of 2024. Each plan will be submitted using a grower's unique identification number from their permit at the County Agricultural Commissioner's Office. Information reported to the board will be by township only, no grower or parcel identification. In addition, the farm evaluation and nitrogen management plan must be maintained or be available electronically at the grower's farming operations headquarters or primary place of business. A copy of each plan must be made available for inspection upon request to the Central Valley Water Board staff. 
Nonprofit organization Students for Ecoeducation and Agriculture, known as SEAG, is introducing its Visionary Circle for the Leaders in Agriculture United for Educational Excellence membership to recognize its premier donors who have shown support for SEAG's youth agricultural and nutrition education programs and Farm Day community education and outreach efforts. SEAG's focus is to educate students and the public about the farm origins of food, healthy eating, and the importance of local agriculture. Many of these donors have been involved in SEAG since its first program was introduced almost 16 years ago. SEAG educates over 8,000 students annually in Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. Activities include classroom presentations, farm visits, and nutrition assemblies for elementary age students and career pathway programs for local middle and high school students which are all 100% free. SEAG programs include a farm lab, which is geared for third graders. The farm lab builds awareness and appreciation for agriculture. There's the Youth Wellness Initiative, which educates, inspires, and empowers third grade students to eat fresh fruits and vegetables and cultivate connections to surrounding farms. They have the STEM Career Pathways in Agriculture program. This is for 6th through 12th graders. The program teaches students about the diverse job opportunities available in agriculture. They also host Farm Day in Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. It is California's largest agricultural education and outreach event. They attract over 13,000 visitors annually. It is held separately in Ventura and Santa Barbara in the fall. Farm Day allows the public to visit local farms, ranches, wineries, and ag organizations and take part in tours, produce tastings, giveaways, and other activities at no charge. The Visionary Circle League members include the Edwin and Gian Woods Family Foundation, Santa Barbara Foundation, Mission Produce, Gills Onions, Aulo Construction, Innovative Produce, Santa Maria Berry Farms, and the Scott Family Foundation. Aerial images can increase vineyard management effectiveness and often the quality of a decision depends on the amount of available information. For this reason, aerial images, which provide information in abundance, can help make better vineyard management decisions in the realm of irrigation and canopy management and can also facilitate communication with laborers and service providers about specific locations and the extent of areas of concern. Krista Samuel with Series Imaging. It can be really important just to look at your canopy and see where you might have stress in your vineyard. Um, our technology is kind of like taking a pressure bomb at each vine, so it gives you a lot of information on where you might need to be applying more water, where you might need to cut back on water, and overall improving uniformity in your vineyard. So we can detect with our NDVI layer looking at various canopies, kind of looking at the leaf area index to see where you might have a lot of canopy and where you might be at risk for things like uh, powdery mildew and other pest problems. Another plus to implementing aerial imagery is the slew of data that can be pulled to create actionable insights, leading to increases in labor efficiency. Some of the things that we have recently implemented is using the data that we collect to create actionable insights in the vineyard and making sure that when you start your day as a vineyard manager, you're able to open our app, looking at specific areas that we point out as maybe a water issue or a canopy issue and pinpoint right to that space so you can save time when deciding where you're going to manage your vineyards for the day as well as in the field when you're trying to scout those vineyards. 
Having the data is great, but making it readily available to growers is even more important. Our imagery turnaround is 24 to 48 hours, which is really important because if you have a problem a week ago, that may not be there anymore. So catching that quickly and making actions before your vineyard is affected is very important to vineyard management in general. You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Jalstrom. We're thrilled to announce that the North Valley Nut Conference is taking place on January 31st at Silver Dollar Fairgrounds in Chico, California. This event is held in conjunction with University of California Cooperative Extension. It's a golden opportunity for professionals in the tree nut industry. Network with our exhibitors and sponsors who are committed to your success in the orchard. Earn valuable continuing education units and expand your knowledge on the latest industry trends. Listen to our expert speakers, share valuable insights and practical advice, but attendance is filling up fast. So make sure you visit myaglife.com backslash events and register today. We hope to see you there. Farmers could see a greater opportunity to write off larger equipment purchases and buildings under a $78 billion bipartisan tax deal proposed yesterday by the chairman of two major tax writing committees in Congress. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, a Republican from Montana, and Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, announced a deal that provides a mix of business tax credits along with an expansion of the child tax credit. It remains a major question whether Smith and Wyden can get the rest of Congress to rally around the tax package. The bill is called the Tax Relief Act for American Families and Workers Act of 2024, and it's a proposal that faces a divided Congress that is still trying to complete its funding bills for fiscal year 2024. The Wyden indicated his goal is to try to get the package passed before the filing season begins on January 29th for the 2023 tax year. He says he is going to pull out all the stops to get that done. Farmers will get a boost from plans to allow 100% bonus depreciation for certain property, including 20-year buildings, or farmers could opt for a slightly higher Section 179 deduction for 2024 equipment, which serves the same purpose. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Mark Jakanowski goes over USDA's latest supply and demand estimates for U.S. rice. With supplies up and use down, supplies up mainly reflecting those higher imports. And use down, U.S. rice ending stocks were raised 1.6 million hundredweight to 43.5 million. That would be up 13.3 million hundredweight year over year. Season average rice price was raised 60 cents per hundredweight. So right now it's at $18.40 per hundredweight. And that change this month was driven entirely by increase in the price estimate for short, medium Grain rice in California, which was raised $4 per hundredweight. Season average price, U.S. at $18.40 per hundredweight. Year over year, that's down $0.80 cents per hundredweight. Once again, World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Mark Jekinowski. Propagate and the Rodale Institute have announced a new partnership to promote agroforestry. The collaboration's goal is to increase the adoption of agroforestry and tree cropping systems in North America. They say planting new agroforestry systems on farms is a win for farmers and the planet. Agroforestry systems introduce additional streams of income for farmers and boost the resilience of their operations. Increasing the number of farms across the country is also crucial to the health of the food system and climate stability. Regenerative practices like agroforestry 
agroforestry promote overall soil health, store carbon in soils, accumulate woody biomass, improve water quality, promote biodiversity, and support pollinators. Agroforestry is a critical tool for farmers and ranchers to improve both agricultural land and the environment, according to the Rodale Institute CEO, Jeff Ketch. Rodale and Propagate will further develop innovative research and expand producers' access to actionable data that enables their adoption of regenerative practices. Donnie Wahlberg of the TV show Blue Bloods has joined Clean Fuels Alliance America in a campaign to raise awareness about bioheat fuel, an environmentally responsible and sustainable energy solution. Wahlberg, a Boston native, is excited about promoting a cleaner future. Bioheat fuel is a responsible energy source that blends traditional heating oil with biodiesel, significantly reducing carbon emissions and environmental impact. Wahlberg's partnership with Clean Fuels is driven by a shared commitment to promoting sustainable energy solutions and fostering environmental responsibility. Donnie's involvement adds a powerful voice to their campaign, bringing attention to the positive impact of bioheat fuel on a local and global scale, according to Clean Fuels CEO Donnell Rehagen. The Fertilizer Institute says nominations are open for the 2024 for our advocates. These distinguished farmers and retailers are committed to implementing advanced fertilizer best management practices that incorporate the principles of 4R nutrient stewardship while demonstrating remarkable economic and environmental benefits. Embracing the principles of 4R nutrient stewardship isn't just a commitment for the fertilizer industry, but it's a meaningful step towards helping countless American farmers enhance both their profitability and the health of the land, according to TFI President and CEO Corey Rosenbush. He says they take pride in a dedication of the industry's retailers who work hand-in-hand with farmers to put these practices into action in the field. The 4R advocates actively engage in TFI's outreach efforts to promote responsible fertilizer management practices throughout the year. They do so by hosting farm field days, participating in conference panels, and sharing their insights and experiences with fellow farmers. More information is available online at tfi.org. In the January issue, Grape and Wine Magazine, Brothers Steve and Mike Sangiacomo recently concluded a challenging yet successful wine grape harvest at their Sonoma-based Sangiacomo family vineyards. Despite initial threats from rain events and cool temperatures, heat spikes in September and October improved grape quality, resulting in what Steve anticipates to be an exceptional vintage. Their third-generation farming operation, spanning over 50 years, has earned acclaim for producing premium Chardonnay and Pinot Noir grapes, now cultivating one 600 acres across 15 vineyards in key Californian wine regions. Esteemed by industry peers, the Sangiacomos were recognized as the 2024 Grower of the Year by the California Association of Wine Grape Growers for their sustainable practices, innovation, and community engagement. The Sangiacomo family legacy began in 1927 with Italian immigrant Vittorio Sangiacomo, who initially farmed pears before transitioning to vineyards in 1969. Today, Mike, Steve, and their sister Mia Pucci continue to lead the operation, focusing on both grape cultivation and winemaking. Their recent foray into winemaking has added a new dimension to their business, offering tastings and tours while maintaining a commitment to quality and sustainability. They achieved 100% sustainable certification in 2015 and actively engage in practices like water conservation and soil management. Looking forward, the Sandia Comos aim to continue evolving their vineyard and wine brand, exploring further learning opportunities, including a potential visit to their ancestral homeland in Italy for insights into traditional wine grape growing. 
To read the complete article written by Catherine Merlot, please visit grapeandwinemag.com. This is Jason Scott reporting for My Ag Life. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Net Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. It's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.